Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He is the Attorney General of the great state of Missouri. It's uh, it's Andrew Bailey. Andrew, how are you? Good to see you. Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, you're very welcome. I know that you were riding around and getting and getting uh, you know stuff done today. But you know a little bit about what happened with Hunter Biden. If you don't mind, just your expert opinion as the Attorney General of a state. If you subpoena somebody, that means you show up to court and then you actually do the hearing, right? Yeah, that's right. Look, the subpoena is not just so you drive by the location where the hearing is being held. It's so that you show up and offer testimony that can be the right. credibility of your testimony can be tested through cross-examination. So he failed utterly to fulfill his responsibility under the subpoena. Uh, you know, this is a, a shameful act of deceit on his part to say, oh, yeah, I'll agree to show up. Yeah, I'll provide the testimony, have a quick drive-by hearing and then jump right back in the in the black suburban and, and roll out. I mean, but, that, you know, what do you expect? I had uh, Representative James Comer on yesterday, the House Oversight Committee chair, who subpoenaed Hunter Biden, and he said he expected it to be an eight-hour thing today where Biden sit there would sit there and answer questions. They offered to do it behind closed doors. Hunter Biden's lawyers said, let's do it in public. Let's do it out in the open. Let's be completely transparent. And he showed up, found a microphone outside, talked about how the Republicans are attacking his father's love or something. It was very weird. And then, as you said, he jumped in the suburban and left. Inside, AOC says this, and I promise you she said this. She says he actually upheld the subpoena just by showing up outside the building. That's not the case, is it? No, not at all. Again, the subpoena requires him to show up and offer testimony. The testimony is worthless unless it can undergo scrutiny by cross-examination. The Republican members of Congress have a right to question Hunter Biden on the topic of the investigation as outlined in the subpoena. His refusal to comply with the subpoena shows contempt of Congress. So let's see what action Congress takes. But at the end of the day, this was a, a, a shameful uh, you know, drive-by attempt to check the block without actually fulfilling his legal obligation. It's very interesting. It's uh, Andrew Bailey. He's the Attorney General of the great state of Missouri. Let's talk about Media Matters. Now, I've been in, in, in media for a long time. Media Matters has put me in their stories. I'm a bad guy. This is why. I'm a right-wing nutjob. That reason. And it just appears to be an organization that's an attack squad. They pretend to be journalists, but they're really not. And what they are alleged to have done to make X and Elon Musk lose advertisers is beyond the pale. F- fill my listeners and viewers in if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. First of all, I believe like you do in the First Amendment right to free speech is the foundational principle of our republic. And we're under attack that that freedom's under attack by radical progressive tyrants who will lie, cheat and steal to take that freedom away from us. It's the the freedom of speech is about a battlefield of ideas. They don't have superior ideas. So they they'll they will lose that battle and there are cowards who will silence speech rather than engage in the battlefield of ideas. And so the allegation here is that Media Matters, a radical progressive advocacy group, defrauded Missourians in a coordinated market manipulation to bully advertisers to pull out of X in order to shut X down. They hate it because they can't control it and they don't like it because you and I enjoy free speech on that platform. It's the last platform dedicated to free speech in in America. And so we've launched an investigation and are going to pursue it to protect Missourians from fraud, from manipulation, and ultimately protect our right to free speech. You know, we talk about free speech on that platform, and it it didn't exist for a long time. I'd been on there since 2009. I was suspended for saying hydroxychloroquine works, which it did. Um, And and you had to bend the knee. You had to get in line. You had to do what they said. And the far left-wing media outlets like The Daily Cost, like CNN, NBC, MSNBC, like Media Matters, they claim to be journalists or not, um, they had the run of the joint. Anything they wanted to say, they could say. Anybody they wanted to shut down, they could shut down. Even had collusion with the government, which you're suing on as well, with Missouri v. Biden. But when it comes 
comes to this specific case, they just don't want it to be an even playing field. It's not like Musk bought it and said, now Andrew Bailey and Joe Pags will make the rules here and everybody on the left has to shut up. No, this is just where we could all play in the, the, the same sandbox, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, look, this is a new front in the war for free speech. I mean, we've uncovered government censorship at its worst in Missouri v. Biden and put a stop to it. And are going all the way to the United States Supreme Court to protect our right from, to free speech from government censorship. Uh, we fought against the gag order placed on President Trump. And this is a new front where you've got a radical progressive advocacy group that's, again, willing to manipulate the marketplace in order to achieve their radical progressive agenda, which is to silence any voice they disagree with. Now, they'll say that what the other side is saying isn't true, but really that's just code for we don't like it, you can't say it. Yeah. And I would point out too that my office is now in possession of a document that purports to be an internal memorandum from Media Matters. And I'll tell you, the contents of the document would chill the devil's spine. It is a game plan for how they intend to apply a corporate pressure campaign to silence any voice that they disagree with. If that is true, then it corroborates everything that we intend to find in our investigation and everything that Elon Musk has said in his lawsuit against Media Matters and their fraudulent market manipulation manipulative attack on X. Uh, the whole thing is very, very strange. I want to go down the rabbit hole a little bit, not not too much, because I think a lot of people watching, listening aren't on Twitter or X. It's Andrew Bailey, by the way, the Attorney General of the great state of Missouri. But from what I understand, and correct me if I have this wrong, the reports are, the allegations are, Media Matters would make brand new accounts that weren't real accounts. They were fake accounts. They make them radically... Uh, anti this or anti that, anti-Semitic, and then they would they would click on the account over and over and over until an ad showed up from Disney that would be in alignment or in accordance with this this mean anti-Semitic profile that that was made up. Is that is that even close to right? Were they making up fake accounts pretending they were radical, you know, um, racist or anti-Semitic or whatever bigoted accounts, and then clicking until an advertiser showed up and then send the screenshot to the advertiser? Do you want to be seen near this guy? Is that what they did? Yeah, that's certainly the accusation, and it seems to be backed up by by what uh, uh, X has done is their internal review of this matter. I mean, look, what X found is that uh, these are inorganic, unauthentic actions. Media Matters had to go through four or five steps. One of the steps they had to do an endless number of times to be able to juxtapose controversial speech with these prominent advertisers. And in one of the instances, they could only replicate it two out of 500 million times. In another instance, one out of 500 million times. Let's put that in context. Uh, there's a one in 292 wow. million chance that I'll win the Powerball. So the odds <laughs> of being able to juxtapose this kind of controversial speech next to these advertisers was almost non-existent. So it had to be a manipulation of the algorithms to achieve that. And let's think about that for a minute. This is a 501c3 radical progressive advocacy group tinkering with algorithms and actually emphasizing controversial speech they claim to disfavor in order to bully these advertisers. Why would they do that? The only possible explanation is because, again, they want to harm X. They don't like it because it's a, a bastion of free speech. And so, you know, when you I would say this too: conspiracies uh, to form combinations in restraint of trade violate antitrust laws. So then the question becomes, who benefited from what Media Matters did? Who benefited from Media Matters bullying those advertisers to pull out of this marketplace in order to end competition? I mean, again, there are several bodies of law that can apply to these facts, and that's why this investigation is so important to get to the bottom of it and figure out what happened here and hold wrongdoers accountable. When it comes to this case, I thought that it was purely civil. Because of the antitrust stuff, is this also criminal? 
Well, and I would also say that violations of the Missouri Merchandising Practices Act that protect Missourians from fraudulent schemes also carry both civil and criminal penalties. So there are several bodies of law. Uh, that's why we've got to conduct our investigation and obtain documents and figure out what happened here and determine which body of law best applies to the facts as presented to us. What is the relief? Is it money? Uh, it could be. Again, several different forms of relief available dependent upon the body of law that best applies to the facts. But we, we're in the opening phases here. We've got to conduct our investigation. Uh, we've demanded that Media Matters retain certain documents we feel that will be most fruitful in helping us understand how uh, how many Missourians were impacted by this and how negatively this uh, impacted them. And also, you know, who coordinated this kind of manipulative attack on the marketplace. And understanding those facts will help us determine which body of law to apply. Andrew Bailey, the Attorney General of the great state of Missouri. Let's talk about Missouri v. Biden. And this case very basically is the government was colluding, according to your suit and, and according to the X-Files that have been released, uh, was colluding with um, with these online platforms, Twitter specifically, to get rid of profiles, to take down posts, to, to take down anybody who was anti-Biden or anybody who was... This was even before, I think, the Biden campaign was contacting them. But once he took power, uh, you, now you've got an arm of the government telling an online platform who can and who can't speak. That's against the First Amendment. Is, it, is that the basic explanation of this? They were violating the First Amendment rights of those who were using the platform by telling the platform to do what they said. Yeah, that's right. The government cajoled big tech social media into censoring voices on their platforms, and guess what? Lo and behold, it was exclusively conservative voices. Again, Joe Biden can't win the argument on the merits, so he has to silence opposition. Government censorship is always counterproductive. It causes people to trust the government less. This is an Orwellian scheme. It's been called as much by the court. Again, this isn't a, a conspiracy theory. We've put on evidence, 20,000 pages of documents, numerous depositions that we took to court to obtain a nationwide injunction that we successfully defended at the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals twice. We're going to the Super Bowl that scores Missouri 3, Biden 0 in the fight for free speech. Is this going to end up being decided by the, the full Supreme Court or not? Yeah. Yeah, we believe so. Uh, we'll be arguing the case shortly after the first of the year. We anticipate a decision in, in early summer. This is the most important First Amendment suit in this nation, and we'll never stop fighting to protect our right to free speech. Yeah, but Andrew, what's the government's case? The government says, what, we should be able to restrict the First Amendment? Why? Yeah, they think that they get to protect us from what they consider to be untruthful. Now, the problem with that is, number one, it was viewpoint discrimination. They were silencing core political speech, and it was entirely one-sided. Number two, the, the speech that they we, they have a pattern, a documented pattern of silencing, happened to be truthful in the end. So they're liars. Uh, it violates the First Amendment. There is no basis or justification for this behavior, and that's why ultimately we believe we will prevail in our fight for free speech. Can you clear something up for me and for my audience? I thought the First Amendment only exists because we have to allow for speech we disagree with. I thought that that was the whole idea. If everybody agreed on everything, why do you need a First Amendment? That's right. Look, the freedom of speech is a battlefield of ideas where the best ideas win. And the First Amendment represents both a sword and a shield on that battlefield. We are shielded by the First Amendment from government censorship. And our sword is the ability to use speech, counter speech. If there's speech out there that we don't like, we can attack it with the superiority of our moral ideals as expressed through our words. That's the beauty of that battlefield of free speech and the First Amendment as both a sword and a shield in that fight. It is um, uh, Andrew Bailey. He's the Attorney General of the great state of Missouri. Uh, you brought this up a little while ago. I love that you're doing this. The angle that you're taking on the Trump gag orders is a very, very good one, and I and I think you're going to win rather easily. 91 counts in these indictments. I can make the case, I'm not even a lawyer, I can make the case that all of them are specious, all of them are nothing, all of these are political attacks. But when the judge tells the president, the former president, you cannot speak about this as he's out doing rallies and campaigning for president, 
That takes away our ability as Missourians or Texans or Americans to hear a candidate, right? That's absolutely right. The First Amendment applies not only to speakers, but to listeners as well. Missourians are now deprived of one of their political heroes and a former president of the United States who's running for office. So this is an enormous violation of the First Amendment. But I would also point out that it's President Trump's right to a, a, a fair trial. And so the gag order is typically put in place to protect a defendant. Uh, defendant's right to a fair trial. Well, if President Trump wants to talk about about his trial, he should have the right to do that. He can't prejudice his uh, himself against his own trial. That doesn't even make any sense. So the law is being misapplied in this gag order. We intend to prevail uh, and, and have that removed. Uh, this calls for opinion. It's not Missouri specific, but I wonder what you think about Jack Smith pushing for this this court date to start in his trial, in his case, on March 4th, the day before like Super uh, Super Tuesday or something. This clearly is a political move. I always thought that the right to a speedy trial was the defendant's right, not the prosecutor's right. That's exactly right. It's the defendant's right. It is not the right of the prosecutor. And I would point out that, you know, there are really three strategic objectives that we have got to secure in the fight for the United States of America. The border has got to be number one. No ordinary President Trump started that. We're carrying on that fight with two lawsuits against Biden in an attempt to force his hand and, you know, take back the border from the cartels that he's turned it over to that are making Missouri communities less safe. Uh, number two is the weaponization of the government against political opponents. We see that in the gag order against President Trump and the malicious prosecution of President Trump that undermines the rule of law. That's not how our country is supposed to work. And number three is the right to free speech, as we've been talking about here. If we don't have the ability to say, think, and hear what we please, we will lose our democratic republic. And so these three strategic objectives are front and center of my uh, thought process every day as I go about my work protecting Missourians and our constitutional rights. Any thoughts on, on Smith bringing the case to the Supreme Court about whether the president had immunity from these charges? I, I don't even know why he's taking it there. I think this is going to be bad for him. Yeah, short-circuiting the system and doing an end run around the appellate court is clearly, again, a weaponization of the criminal justice system against a political opponent. He hates President Trump and wants to get rid of him, so he's going to bend the law in an attempt to do that, and that undermines the rule of law. We used to elevate the, the rules of the game above the players and the outcomes. The left has jettisoned that approach, and it should scare all Americans on both sides of the aisle. When it comes to free speech, last question for Andrew Bailey. He's the Attorney General of the great state of Missouri. Go follow him everywhere, especially on X. When it comes to free speech, it seems to be more free online now. But the forces that would shut that down are joining up. Soros is now suing somebody. Media Matters, as you mentioned, all the big networks are all on this. People leaving the platform because it's racist or it's uh, this or it's that. When it comes to free speech, is it going to win? I know you want it to. I know I want it to. But those that we're fighting are pretty strong. Yeah, they are, but we are stronger and the, the, we have the moral high ground on this issue. We have the original understanding, a legacy of freedom handed down to us by our founding fathers codified in the United States Constitution. Those rights come from God, not man, and the Constitution exists to protect us from the government. We will never stop in our fight uh, to, to win on the battlefield of ideas by using the First Amendment as it's, as it's intended as both a sword and a shield. I love how hard you're working for Missouri, and I know that you're also working for the United States and for the Constitution. It's Andrew Bailey, the uh, Attorney General of the great state of Missouri. Come back again soon, my friend. Thank you. Look forward to it. Merry Christmas. All right, Merry Christmas. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags.
888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Maybe time for a call before the top of the hour. We just opened the phone lines up, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Make sure you stop all the social media. Uh, I put up some sound bites from yesterday's interview with um, with James Comer, the House Oversight Committee Chair. Go there and check it out on TikTok. It's Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. Yeah, there are impersonators out there. It's not me. Just It's going to be J-O-E-P-A-G-S, all one word. No punctuation. You know that that's me. I've got some of those up there. Also, I, I did a Michael Jordan versus LeBron James video last night. It's hands down easy. Easy. Michael Jordan's head and shoulders above LeBron James. Every day of the week, twice on Sunday, period. One had the eye of the tiger. The other one is sort of just going through the motions. He's very, very good. 6'8", 260, whatever he is. But I've seen that guy play in person. And LeBron James, even as a very young player, took a break on on defense. Michael Jordan never did. Period. End of story. That is not even close um, in that comparison. So go you can check that out as well. Plus, there's a video of, Le- of LeBron James showing up at a basketball game last night. Karen, I don't know if you saw this. He walks in as the anthem's being played, mm-hmm. ignores it, sits down, sits down with his uh, family, starts talking. Whatever. I did not see that. Not mm-hmm. a big deal. Yeah, what's really? the big deal? Yeah, what are you going to do? King James. Call himself King James. It is a big deal, actually. King James. He thinks he's a king or, mm-hmm. or something. So um, go and check out that video as well. I put up some of the from some of the James Comer videos from from yesterday, because they were kind of prescient. They sort of saw this coming today, and it's up on Instagram, up on uh, YouTube. They're both Joe Talk Show, or up on, uh, as I say, TikTok is Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. Go in and, and do that. Uh, we've got another big interview coming for you next hour. Dr. Jesse Lopez, what is this pneumonia that we're hearing about over in China? What is this? Is this another COVID strain? Is this another variant? And what about the shots? Who's getting COVID more? Those with the shots, those without the shots. And I ask him, what is this Pax, this Paxlovid thing I keep hearing about? Is that something that we should be thinking about? Plus, there's a new study about people wearing masks compared to those who don't wear masks and the rate of those getting COVID, which I, I found very interesting as well. So, Dr. Jesse Lopez, next hour. There's a lot of news stories we haven't even gotten to. I mean, Carrie, Southwest Airlines is doing something, right? We'll, we'll yes. talk about the next hour. Mm-hmm. I found that that goes right into what we talked about earlier this yeah, week. Yeah, that's what I thought so, too. I, thought, I, mean, I it, don't even, I don't even yep. get it. Because yeah. can you and I ask for that? No, no right? No, absolutely not. No, Big time broadcast good, teams. But, mm. So people who are very, very overweight are getting special privileges now from airlines. And I wonder, what do I have to do? Eat a lot? Do get that? I don't know. I'd like to get that privilege. We'll have that for you next hour, too. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.